0: So with VR and quarterbacks, there's definitely a lot you can do. Oh yeah, VR, VR with quarterbacks, so a lot of quarterbacks to see the
1: defenses, see blitzes that's coming, see receivers that they missed on a previous play, or just see uh, miss, see how missed throws that they made.
0: Hi, and welcome to Sport Tech Effects. Uh, I'm Isaac Sklar. I'm Robert Wilson. And today we're going to be talking about virtual reality and augmented reality, and especially how they are in sports with training and performance. So virtual reality didn't really become a thing that was popularized until like the mid-1980s. That's when it first started to become a development, and only 30, 35 years later, it's become a major part of training athletes to be at their best in professional sports.
2: Virtual reality um, creates a controlled environment so players can really uh, hone in on their skills and train safely when they recover from injuries, when they want to get some training in under certain conditions but can't do it. You obviously cannot control the weather, so uh, virtual reality bridges that gap between the weather training and just your everyday weather, so it just gives you like a level up for training.
1: So virtual reality is a computer-generated stimulation that allows the user to actually be out there on the field or whatever they're looking at through the goggles. And augmented reality is a technological layer of computer-generated enhancements in order to make meaningful through ability to interact with
0: things. I think it's really interesting how, unlike um, virtual reality, like it's, I just always view it as something you would use for, like, it's like a video game type thing, you know what I mean? Like, it doesn't seem real. And to think that, like, professional athletes can use this to, like, to improve, like, I guess, because the first uh, sport we're going to be talking about is football. So, like, just think about, like, a quarterback. Like, if a quarterback can just stand, like, in a field with no one else there and just throw footballs and don't tell them, like, if it's a good throw, if it's a bad throw, and, like, if they took too much time or whatever, that's crazy to me that, like, it's what this thing only came into existence like 20 years ago. You think anyone thought we're going to be using like technology to run like glasses where you can like see holograms of quarter of uh, cornerbacks and wide receivers.
2: Yeah. I think the technology has really advanced so rapidly. And like, I just think it's crazy how they included the training aspect because like you said, they looked at it as a video game and I always thought it was like a kid's thing. Like, Oh, like they're just doing it. Like, it's for people that are, like, really into tech as well. Like, that's what I really thought. So then when it first got introduced to athletics, I was very surprised as well. So the fact that it's advanced so far in athletics is crazy. Like, it's inspiring to see that that's the future of technology.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it's just crazy because I wonder, like, what's going to happen in, like, 20 years? That's a lot of topic, but, like, in 20 years, if virtual reality is like this. like
2: Yeah, it only can get better, I feel.
0: So the first sport we're talking about is football today. And I think that's virtual reality football is really interesting because I always view football as like a sport that takes forever to adapt. Like football analytics isn't really like, I don't know how many people use analytics in football the way they do in like baseball. So I just view it as a sport that doesn't adapt real well to technology because it took forever for like concussions and all that stuff. So for them to embrace VR is kind of weird to me. They use analytics like in certain situations
1: where, like, they'll go for two after scoring a touchdown, or they'll uh, go for it on fourth down in certain situations because the analytics will say that it'll result in a higher score later on at the end of the game. So I think using virtual techn- VR, in football gives certain quarterbacks an advantage. They take their time out the day to use it, practice it, read the defenses. See who's coming on blitzes. Along with film study, I think it adds a different element to what quarterbacks are able to do on Sundays and
0: Mondays whenever they play. I wonder what will happen with quarterbacks that are injured. Like if Roethlisberger broke his arm, he couldn't throw. So could he use VR to still keep in like he's not going to throw, but it's just to keep in game shape where he could like, see people coming at him just to relive that. Like, I wonder if that'll yeah, so be, he won't be
2: as surprised. I feel like that's what the biggest difference is when people get injured, no matter how used to the sport they are. Like the first game back is always just like different because you're coming back not from your baseline self that you used to. You're at a different baseline due to your injury, no matter what the extent is. You're still going to be a little different, just at least the first game or two, depending on the injury, like I said. So that's interesting as well.
0: Yeah, because I wonder. Because quarterbacks is a position that gets some some guys play 15 years don't get injured like Phil Rivers except for like one year yeah. and other guys can't stay healthy for a season. Yeah. I wonder also if it'll affect the quarterbacks on the sidelines because you know they have like iPads they use to like the back of quarterbacks basically like a coach in the third string. So I wonder if they'll use augmented reality or VR where they can like in the starting quarterback's helmet, they can see what's actually happening to see if they miss anything. Yeah. You no. see like plays that just happened to drop before when they came
1: off the field, when the you know, defense is on the field. That'd be interesting. Yeah, because if
0: they can see it through the eyes of the starting quarterback, maybe they'll see something they would have never thought of. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or seeing a
1: receiver that was open that they missed. Exactly. Or a defender that came when a blitz that wasn't picked up.
0: Yeah, I wonder, I wonder if that'll happen with coaches too. Because if your head coach, if he keeps yelling at you to do something and it's just not working, and then he puts himself in the... Like position, like they have the VR. Like, is he gonna be able to recognize that? There's just so many things that VR could solve. It can enhance. Yeah.
2: It can bring the load back for the sport because it can just add a new element. So, visual visual reality could really be like a gateway to so much more.
0: I wonder, in terms of the fan aspect, if fans will want. To have, like, like as I was saying earlier, like, the back quarterback could look through the eyes of the quarterback. Will fans want that?
1: I think it depends on certain fans would, but they are just, like, fans that are interested in that will want to. I think just, like, the regular typical fan would just want to
0: regularly just see it, regularly on TV. I wonder if you would want to pay more for, uh, for like, that augmented reality. Like, how much people would... Like if I'm a super fan of the Eagles, right, and I want to know what it's like to be Carson Wentz on the field, they could probably charge me a lot of money if I really wanted to see that. Yeah, mm-hmm. right, over six hundred and out That'd be ridiculous. Instead of, and then you wouldn't even need to go to the games, really. Well, it has
2: to cost more than the front row seat. oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: So it, it might be cheaper true. to go to the front row, you, like, than it For would be. Sure. It. Yes, because
2: bird's eye view is so much better. <laughs>
1: That can like they they might not allow fans to do that, but that can be somehow like they can transfer that information to other teams. Like say if a player from another team did that and seen the eyes view from uh the Eagles perspective and they played for the Redskins, that can be like somehow cheating how somehow. Cause they can see what the routes the Eagles plays have, and then they can tell
0: their coaches about it. So it can be some type of an advantage for other teams to use. So is that kind of like how you can't look at other people's practices? that the of thing. But then if you're looking at that, you can study game tape. So this is just game tape from a different angle, I guess, if you think about it. Yeah, it would. So I don't know what the legality of it would be because obviously the NFL makes rules about everything. So I don't know if they would want to say that you can't look through the augmented or virtual reality because they think it's too much. Or are they going to encourage it as a technological advance? And then if they do encourage it, do you think scores will go up or down with it?
2: Yeah, then that brings in the whole dynamic of are you tending to like the younger generation or the older generation? And then some, you lose fans because the older generation's not into the new technology as much for any sport. And then for the new generation is. So you gain them because there's much more of them that are going to be interested because of the technological advancements because they've been introduced to tech at a much younger age than any other generation.
1: I think it depends on like what positions you're looking at it through. Cause on offense, we'll see the quarterback, but what about on defense? What position would you think will have the eyes of you looking at the offense? I'll say probably the middle linebacker or yeah. a safety perspective, looking at the offense. So it just depends on like what aspect they're looking at it from. And also from like a running back or receiver perspective, can they see it? Can they see where safeties are lined up, where corners are lined up, where blitzes are coming from, just like the quarterback can? You
0: mean are they going to have like the quarterback's feed in no, their like their own? Oh, you know, oh, like okay. Receivers' perspective. I mean, I would I would assume so. I just I don't know. It's because I feel like for corner for wide receivers more specifically. If they're just running a route, they don't need to see the whole field. You know what I mean? I guess they can adjust the router or whatever. But like a running back and quarterback need to be able to see more to make like decisions. But like if you're wide receiver and you're on a post route, how much can you really change about that?
1: I guess you can see like how deep the safety are. Or like if there's a linebacker in your way, you try to run a post route, the linebacker will be there, the safety will going to be there. But that also comes from film study as well.
0: Yeah, Yeah, I think it'll be really interesting to see. Because once quarterbacks start, because they're going to be first, because it's quarterbacks. Mm -hmm. I wonder if it'll spread to every position. Yeah, is the the kicker going to be able to use augmented reality to see how? I I mean, think about it. If you miss a kick Mm -hmm. and you can't really see the wind or like heat pressures or like anything else that can affect the kick, and if you can see it like with augmented reality, are they going to start making like sixty-five yard field goals easy every time?
1: Well, you they got that new thing out where on Sundays they show like the distance the kick is made (laughs) from like how, how far I'll be good from when they make the field goal their extra points.
0: So I think that would be interesting. Yeah, it'll definitely be interesting to see what happens with football. And then the next sport is basketball. So I think that, I think both of these are really easy to see how they will uh, they'll be affected by augmented virtual reality. For basketball, the first thing that comes to mind for me is free throws because yeah. there's so many guys like Ben Simmons shoots 65%, Dwight mm-hmm. Howard shoots 55 whatever. There's so many guys that don't really shoot free throws well. And that's not, that's like a set shot where yeah, virtual reality could be helpful if you're like through plays or whatever. But for me, just the first thing I think of is it's a set shot. No one's pressuring you. No one's blocking you. You have as much time as you need to shoot it. Mm-hmm. So do you think they'll allow that in game? Um, I wouldn't say, probably not. You
1: also got the pressure from the fans screaming. Yeah, I guess that that's is true. one pressure that they do have. While you're at the free throw line.
0: Yeah, because I guess I guess in game maybe not, but for like training, instead of just taking a hundred free throws, you take like ten and you have augmented reality see what you're doing wrong. It might be easier to correct. Mm-hmm.
1: Well, that also helps with shooting too. Certain players wonder why they're missing shots when their form is off. They're shooting too hard or not high enough
2: arc. Free throws can be a player's biggest weakness, and that can really be the difference. I've noticed uh, I don't watch too many professional games often. Sometimes I watch college games, but um, professionals they always make it, but college teams college oh, teams
0: suck at free throw.
2: They do not make them quite nearly as well. So that could be their whole weakness. And sometimes the game rides on free throws. I've noticed that as well. So you see that with Temple. So
0: yeah, we've seen the uh, All-Star game ended on a free throw. That was stupid. I don't like that. Yeah, I don't think sure it should end on a free throw either. But I wonder, because the NBA, they've already like embraced this. But I wonder what college would do. Because the NCAA is not notorious for being open-minded and embracing new ideas and allowing new things. They're really right. strict about everything, obviously. So I wonder if they're going to view this – As something they don't want to happen. Mm. All right. So for basketball, I mean, there's a lot you can do too. But uh, the last sport we'll be talking about is soccer. And that's for sure another sport where VR and AR is applicable. So I don't know about you guys. But again, the first thing that comes for me for soccer is penalties. Mm -hmm. Recently, I don't know if you guys watch a lot of soccer or big soccer fans. But Man City in the Premier League, they keep missing penalties. Like they're really bad at it and they're in second place, but obviously they're very far behind Liverpool right now and it's cost them. So I wonder if they could use VR, or AR to practice penalties better. Cause I guess, I don't know, maybe they're putting it in the wrong spots and you can see on like AR like in this spot, it has this percent chance to be saved. And this spot has this percent chance to be saved. But I guess there's a lot of human element too that VR and AR doesn't take into account.
2: Yes, uh, on the goalkeeper side of it, there's training for that already. So it's interesting to see if there's penalty kick technology because there's already the goalkeeper side of it where they can take the same shot over and over again like someone can take on them. and They have to save every one until like, their training session is over. So that's interesting because, I mean, a goalie has one job, to not let the goal, the ball go, go past them. So,
0: yeah, I definitely think for goalies that for training VR and ARs could be more important because they're by themselves usually. Like the goalies train by themselves, can't have the whole team just practice. You know, let the goalies save. So I guess that could be something for like free kicks, for like angles, stuff like that. That VR and AR could really help goalies in terms of positioning too.
1: Yeah, I think it works better with certain positions. Just for not just in soccer, just for every position that you can like uh, see that with the VR. With the you, I was talking about analyzing how the ball is being kicked and you got to stop it from going in the goal. And just like in uh, basketball with the free throws, practicing free throws, see if are you shooting too high or too low. And then in football with the quarterbacks, how um, they're seeing the defense. And seeing uh, which receivers were open or where Blitz is coming from. So I think it's just certain aspects uh, for different players, different important positions
0: for each sport. I wonder if there's any, like, we're on soccer right now. So I wonder if there's any, like, soccer positions where you can see VR and AR just would not work. Like, is, or do you think it's applicable to all 11 uh, positions?
1: Um, in a certain way, I think it would be, but like, certain positions, it may be more helpful than others.
2: Um, The technology that makes it possible in soccer is Rezl and it works with HTC Vive Pro headset. So it helps the players on the field. So those players are all getting an advantage because they can have shin guards and shoes attached to them and it can monitor their position of their feet and their legs to see exactly what they're doing wrong in a certain position because in soccer, I mean, everyone knows and like from personal experience, no matter, like it definitely matters how you kick the ball. You can kick it just a little off and it can affect your whole kick. So for them to practice these kicks, is just so important, that's the entire game. So they have a clear advantage because they can train and they can have a virtual field as well. So that can also match the weather conditions, friction, the skid of the wet grass, which in soccer is a big difference uh, being on a wet surface and a dry surface, um, the ball just goes a lot faster, just have less control, It's a lot harder. So to train under that hard condition can make training under a normal condition a lot easier as well and just contribute to overall game enhancement.
0: So you definitely think that for soccer, like, everybody can be helped by VR and AR? It's not just, like, goalie or, like, striker?
2: 100%. Yeah. Because there's also um, – Resul created technology that virtual players resemble defense, and the person has to get through those two people before they can shoot the on the goal. And strikers need that type of practice. They need that type of pressure on them. That's when they need to succeed the most and make their most shots when they have the most pressure. So to have that Experience in virtual reality instead of working your players over and over again in a practice to have a machine do that, you can go on for however long you want, and you don't have to rely on somebody else to stay there with you to help you do those drills. So that's also a, a perk as well.
0: I wonder if this will decrease injuries in practice because if you don't need to have contact, I mean, obviously you're still going to want to have contact uh, training. But if you don't need to have defenders actually physically stand there and try and hack down the strikers he's getting through, you can just do virtual reality. Then he's not going to get hurt by a virtual defender.
2: Yeah.
0: So I know like some bad injuries can happen just because people go so hard in training. So I wonder if that will have an impact.
2: And then on top of that, if someone does get injured, they can rely on virtual reality to get better while they are hurt. So
0: they just...
1: right this has been our discussion on VR and AR. Topics we covered were the background of VR, football, basketball, and soccer. And this is the end of our Sport Tech Effects podcast. I'm Isaac Squire.
2: I'm Gabriel Hope
1: And I'm Robert Wilson. We'll see you in the next one.